Some episodes might not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. What's your call a girl with no arms? I want to say Pat, but I know that's not right. By her name. Sally. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally! <laughs> okay, that one's kind of a mess. <laughs> Battle in Paradise begins as the party sets sail for the edge of the world, utilizing the map they obtained in the College of Ether to set out for the astral plane. With only three weeks to make the journey, and with the entire Blackrift Armada in close pursuit, the party is forced to plot a course through the westward straits, a mostly uncharted stretch of sea. Caught in unnatural currents, the party's ship is dragged to an island paradise where locals live an idyllic, peaceful life. But the longer they remain, the more it becomes obvious that something is wrong with this island. The party is unable to leave. Strange creatures live in the jungle. The locals suffer from extensive memory loss. Can the party track down the island's mysterious nature spirit and bargain for their freedom? And if they do, Will they survive confronting the combined might of the Black Rift forces? Only the worthy will survive. So he begins to... He, he starts to walk out of the lean-to. Everybody, I assume, is following. He stops turning and turns around and goes, Just so you know... This is going to be a very long walk. March. Let's go. Do you guys need to rest? Yes, we do. Let's tie you up, little man. No. I already, I've already felt Velithu telling me to bring you up there. So I'm bringing you up there at this point. Oh, oh okay. Are you ready to go or do you want to rest? We're going to rest. The girl goes, I have a little bit in the way of food if everybody is hungry. Cool, so do I. Which is to say I have some like chopped up fish and a few carrots that I can throw together. Sweet, I've got some bread. So is that what you guys are going to do? Yep, I'm just going to eat some bread and fish. Okay. <laughs> so... Now, are you guys taking a short rest or a long rest? It has to be a long rest if you want your spells back. If it is a long rest, it's going to go into the night. Mm. That's why I said we march. Let's cut the mustard in half. Short rest. We can get a spell slot back for that, yeah? Mm. No. Yeah. Depends can, on your class. You, you can heal up to... Uh, long rest it is. Long rest? Yep. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, the, the girl kind of pulls out some of the food and everything, preps it up over a small fire. Ambi just kind of sits down, crosses his legs and goes, Might as well eat, okay. my dude. I was supposed to be prepping for a feast right now, but... Oh, yeah, sorry, my bad. You're bad. You were helping me. 
<laughs> I know. You all were. I know. Next thing I know, I get kidnapped and now you're helping her? Oh crap, I guess this is it. I agreed to take you up to the shrine for your help and instead you go and do this? Yeah, that is a bit messed up. But, you know what? You're sus. How long have you been here, really? Do you know? Honestly, I've lost track. So, more than a hundred years. I, uh... At the age of, what, eight? Well, I remember two other people who... who became part of the community. Uh, they're now the heads of the welcoming committee and the, the hunting party. Okay. I remember... Just prior to that, I, I, I woke up and it's like I'd gone to bed or something. Here I am. Huh. So you don't even Just know from him telling that, you can tell he's been here for well over a millennium. So long past a thousand years. Um, so... Which is really weird because he doesn't look like he's past the age of like 14. So... My next question. Are you going to go to sleep and rest, or are we heading to the shrine? Yeah, I'm gonna... I just have one more question. Are you the only one affected by this lack of aging? Or is it everybody? What are you talking about? Dude, you should be dead in dust by now. No, I shouldn't. Uh-huh. Why? You've been here over a thousand years, my dude. No, it hasn't been that long. Yes! No. Yes. He just, he, you can tell here there's nothing you're going to say that's going to convince him otherwise. <sighs> Don't you think it odd that you can't remember anything before? Are you going time? to sleep or are we going to play 20 questions? Mm. I'm grilling you tomorrow as we march. We're going to the shrine. Mm. Rolls over and tries to sleep. Okay. He just kind of lays back a little bit in the chair, and he drifts off. The girl, um... The back is standing watch for now, because she doesn't have any spells that need refilling. No, but she has abilities that refill uh, after a long rest, doesn't she? Like her rages and everything? Yeah. Wait, I think I can recover those after a short rest, so. Esther does hear Vane go... I don't require sleep. I can keep an eye out and wake you up if you need me to. Yeah, my dude, do that. And Esther just nudges. I'm also possessing the staff, so if I have to do something, I can do that too. Oh, right on, my dude, right on. I'm going to have to tell the rest of the party about you. No. Somehow. No. No, my guy. No. Bro, why? Will it break the spell? No, it's just it's nobody else's business. keeping secrets from my party, my guy. Okay. And then Esther falls asleep. So everybody, unless Mercer and Selene are doing anything. So everybody falls asleep. They wake up the next morning. And interestingly enough, you guys don't wake up in that little hidden camp. You wake up at the top of a pathway. And you see Ambi just sitting on like a stone small little single stone bench sort of thing and there's pill uh four pillars that are surrounded around him aged 
beyond anything you can imagine. Um, obviously, plants and stuff growing around it, and you're on like a concrete stone platform that has steps in a circular pattern that come up. He's sitting and goes, we're at the shrine. Okay, okay, okay. But how? Velithu. Right on. So as you guys all sit up, you uh, you feel a, all of you feel a gust of wind hit the back of your necks. Kind of feels like the touch of a hand or whatever. Oh, I don't like that. The breeze oh. circles around you, blows into Ambi, and causes his body to shudder and then straighten out. I don't like that. When he speaks, his voice sounds distant, but says, Velithu can hear you. Okay. And looking straight at you, ask what you will. Okay, well, you're possessing a child, and that's not super cool with me, but, like, we want off the island. Please let us go. So the first thing that, at this point, Velithu does is directly acknowledge... Like in a very, very professional, compassionate, and respectful uh, sort of way. Basically a means of honor and respect to the living star. Mm -hmm. Like one being of magic to another sort of thing. Yeah. And then uh, explains how um, mortals are brought to the island to protect them from certain doom. And that the island is a shelter from the cares of the world. So all who have brought been brought to the island have been saved from uh, utter disaster and um, unavoidable death. Okay, but like, what about the rest of the world? They just get to suffer a big disaster? Just screw them? Because without us, that's what's gonna happen, big boy. Not everybody from the rest of the world come out this way to the island. True, but how can... They're also not in immediate danger. Yeah, but they will be once Barrel goes full nuclear meltdown. This thing needs to go home, dude. This isn't its home. You know you're not on the material plane right now, right? Ah, frick, man. You're on the edge of the fairy plane. Oh, man! So, what do you mean the rest of the world's going to die from such a wonderful creature? My dude. My dude. Beryl needs to go home. This is not Beryl's home, but Beryl belongs on the astral plane. You understand why I brought you here, right? Yeah, to protect us or whatever. From, From a large armada that was sneaking up on you and getting ready to kill you. Oh. Okay, like a now, ship that, nearly oh. five times the size of your boat. Okay, see, now, I didn't have that piece of information. There was no way for you to know about it. I saw it, so I took action. Okay, so... Can I don't want to see such a wonderful creature get killed, True. especially by the True. hands of such a greedy group of pirates. So, if we just hang out here for a couple of days while they pass on by, will you let us go? Time doesn't pass here the same way that it passes on the material oh, plane. no. So, there's no danger to the living star here. Well, yeah. But, man, this isn't his home. He can't be happy here. None of us can. 
Persuasion? I will persuasion. Oh, that's probably not gonna do it. Oh, mate, is it fifteen gonna gonna give me anything? She. My guy. Velithu's head kind of goes down for a minute. You really want to go back to the material plane. Yes. Despite the absolute protection of your creature here. Yes, because we have to do right by barrel above everything else. <sighs> okay, fine. If it, if it's what you really, really want, okay. Yes. There's one little thing. Yeah. This shrine acts as a portal Ooh. that bridges between the fairy plane and the material plane. Cool. The only way to activate it is by using Dragon's Tears, a Dryad's Favor, and a Satyr's Heart Song. Okay. If you are able to bring those back here, they can be used to raise the veil and allow you to return. Okay. Where do we get these items? Is there a merchant in town? I can just buy them for please. I have a lot of gold. Please take my money. At that, the uh, Velithu's spirit leaves Zombie's body. Oh man. He seems really, really tired, but he's very, very happy. And he just he takes a deep breath and he goes. Okay. As it's already been said, where we are at is considered a bridge between the material plane yep. and the fairy plane. Yep. The stuff you need is the is in the fairy plane. Mm -hmm. And he points at a series of trees that are in a natural arch. Through those trees is your portal to the fairy plane. I'm not going to go with you, but I will wait here until you return Sweet. with the items. I will activate the shrine to raise the veil. Velithu okay. will have no part of it. Right, my dude. Well, let's go get that stuff I need. We get, I guess. So these figures here are kind of like what your typical Black Rift soldiers would look like. Mm -hmm. They always have some sort of a battle axe or some sort of set of axes, mm -hmm. and they wear leather armor, but it looks more like cloth robes. Yeah, that's what they typically look like. Mm -hmm. Some various color mix of some sort. For now, they're going to be used as something different, but I figured you guys would uh, enjoy seeing what those look like. Need that. Need this. And I need that. Alright. So you guys step through the portal. Um, you stand in a clearing hemmed by rose bushes. There's no sign of a portal of the portal that you pass through, and motes of lights and rose petals flit, flit, what kind of a word is that? Flit through the air. Flit, you know, flutter, flit. Gesundheit. Uh, I, <laughs> you uncultured fine. It, it, it seems like society goes out of their way to create new words just because they can. I mean, that more, that's like 100, 500 years old. It's a word. 
Well, if they're not creating new words, they're recycling old words to give it new meaning. And it's like, you're not making sense. Are, Are we still speaking English or did you decide to create a new language from an old language no from middle english flitten flighten from old norse flitja to move proto-germanic flujana everything you just said is not something that's used here true it's the old origin of the word man it's cool all right so you guys are right here as you have come into a clearing and standing in the clearing you see three individuals Um, two of them are knights who uh, look like they've been like they are fey touched knights wearing plate armor and shields and you see a woman who gives off the impression of a druid. Um, They're also all elves, from what you can tell. And uh, as you come into the clearing, you've noticed that they have a sprite pinned to a tree by his wings. At the moment, they're just kind of goofing around and they're taking turns chucking a spear at this sprite and hitting the spears around the trees. So you're seeing indentations like just by the the sprite's head, just below the feet, next to the arm, that kind of thing. Before you tell me what you're about to do. All right, now go ahead. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're fine. Huh? I gotta go to the bathroom. I gotta go potty. Let's do this, my guy. Who's 25 hit the first one? This one? Yep. Yes. That's gonna be 26 points of damage, fire damage. Yeah. Um. That's a major, like, Ouch. So, uh, yeah, you definitely have their attention. You're all on initiative now. Yeah. And the, the, the woman that you just hit is... Mad. Like, infuriated, irate, angry, any, any possible... Any possible word you could come up with does not begin to describe the rage that she is currently feeling. Oh, I'm pretty sure her and Mercer are on the same page. Just for two totally different reasons. Black as white hot rage. In the morning I have to roll a d6 to reclaim some stars. I reclaim all my stars. Sweet. Alright, so... Okay, I... Forgotten. We were going into initiative. Yep. And I kung powed the lady. Right. Okay. So. Oh man. Da, 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 da. 
Bridge. Actually, I'm going to do this over here because there's a grid over here. First, ask questions later. Yep. Um, as the battle starts, as this fight starts, and they all real, all the elves realize that you're there now. Um, the woman, who's now in a great deal of pain, looks at her two uh, other consorts and goes, <coughs> "More recruits for Lord Ingrail's army. Heck Go!" No. All right. Um, what did Esther get? For initiative 10 Mercer uh 12 is it back 6 Celine 18 is it back mad and it's a bit rage these guys <laughs> yeah eventually <laughs> that's going to be a 5 this. Ooh. All right. So the big uh, the uh, the big plate armored guys are gonna go first, followed by Celine, and then looks like Mercer. Uh, Esther, Zabak, and assuming she's even still alive, will be the lady that Mercer did his all-out Kung Pao Kapoom to. I hope she is okay. So, these guys are going to go first. So, I could have probably killed her if I critted. Um... Well, just out of curiosity, he shot Firebolt, right? Firebolt. How close to max damage was he? Two points. You didn't have to crit to try to kill her. <laughs> she said two points? No. One point? One hit point no. syndrome. That's awesome. But that being said... Um, this is where I wish spells got their... But looks like Zebek gets the attention anyways. Yay. Right here. Now can I pass through the foliage? Huh? Like those flowers that are right there, that's not blocking me. It's just where all the flowers are at is considered difficult terrain. Mm -hmm. That's fine. Where the deep purple is at is well, other than this area here is uh is too thick of brush to be able to get through. That's fine. That answers my question. Um, I'm just swinging around. Okay. What the heck? Oh. 
Gotcha. Okay. I, I had to reread that for just a moment. All right. So these guys both come up with. Uh, I know the figures have axes, but these guys are carrying spears. Uh, they come up, and this one's going to swing on the back. So two swings with the spear and an attempt with a shield. So first one on the back. It's a 15, I know that misses. Second one. That's going to be a 26. Oh crap, yep. Pretty yep. sure that's gonna hit. Sure is, my guy. And then the shot with the shield. Is a 24. Ouch. Yep. Okay, so let's get the spear out of the way first. Uh, that's 12 points piercing damage. Ouch. And then with the shield, basically he shield bashed, shield bashed you. And that's going to be nine points bludgeoning oh. i also need a strength saving throw from zabek oh yeah buddy that's gonna be a dirty 20 my guy okay you're fine yes i am and then three swings on selene that's a 21 miss That's a crit, and then once again a bash with the shield. It's a twenty-three on the nose. Okay. So the crit with the spear, that's twenty-eight points of damage, piercing. And then the bash with the shield. Oh, good grief. That's, that's crap. That's six points bludgeoning, and I need a strength saving throw from her. It's going to be a 15. Right on the money. Yeah. As she nearly loses her balance from getting hit with the shield. That's fine. Um... That is their turn. It is now Mercer's turn. Oh, man, uh, should be Celine. Yes, Celine. I'm sorry. I I got my numbers mixed up. Yes, Celine's turn. So 10, 20, 25. She's flanking. Okay. And she is going to as a bonus action, she's going to booming blade. Is that a buff? Can't trip. That shouldn't be a bonus action, that's a standard action. Or did I get it? Booming blade is you Oh, do it's, a, a it's part of the attack, yeah, yeah right. You do a melee attack with the spell. Yeah. Sorry. That's going to be a twenty-nine to hit him. Twenty-nine. Yeah. 
how are you swinging at a 29? Roll a 19. And... Oh, sorry. Sorry. Correction. No, yeah, 29. Because... Five for my strength modifier. Okay. Three for my proficiency. And my weapon gives me a plus two. Because I'm using the Berserker Axe. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Ten. Okay. All right. Yep. That's a hit. Twenty-five points of damage. Dang. Oh, jeez. Okay. Um, give me just a second here. As I uh, figure out whatever math I can tell all of a sudden do. Okay. Um. Where is my calculator? There it is. You said 25, right? Mm -hmm. Is that any special type of damage? Uh, Thunder from the Booming Blade. Okay. Which would be 8. So if they have anything for Thunder. And then the rest is just weapon and just pure strength. Okay. And for Booming Blade, it says if they willingly move. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That was her turn. Uh, and then she uses her amulet and heals herself for 14 points. And then I don't think I have anything else. Hold on one second. Oh yeah, that'll work. And then she will bonus action in preparation searing smite for next turn. Okay. So all of a sudden her berserker axe starts glowing with fire. Gotcha. Alright. Now it's Mercer's turn. Now it's Mercer's turn. And uh why not? Scorching Ray. At who? One ray at her, one ray at him, and then one ray at the other guy. Okay. Yeah, mess him up. Okay. So... Fourteen is the lowest, and we'll do it in backwards order. So, fourteen for the guy here in the corner. That's a miss. Okay. Then a eighteen on the next guy. Um, he's going to use a reaction and wait. That no, yeah, that hits. Never mind. Never mind. I'm reading that wrong. Okay. And then a uh, twenty-three to hit. On her. Uh, her? Yeah. Okay. What level spell is that? 
That is a second level spell. It is counterspelled. Okay, so she counters. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> so does that... So does... I'm not sure how that would work. Does it just counter the one ray, or does it counter all of it? Because it's the spell, but it's three attack actions. That is a valid point. If she's countering the spell, she would counter the entire spell. So yeah, that would cancel the whole spell out. Yeah, my dude. Okay, then. Sweet. I didn't think about how that was written. And to tell you the truth, if you hadn't brought it up, I wouldn't have thought about it. <laughs> I, you know, I, try. I, I, I appreciate an honest game. I do appreciate that. And mm. as a way of... Expressing my thank you for that. Um, oh, I'm going to. Well, it... yeah. no, I contributed nothing to that. It's yeah. <laughs> Mercer is going to get a point of inspiration. And then, yeah, I don't think he. Yeah, he's at this point. He, he can't do anything else at the moment. Okay. Is that his whole turn then? Yeah, because okay. he doesn't have any bonus actions because he's at yeah. the moment. And then it is Esther's turn. Alright, man. You know what I'm going to do. Yeah, I know what you're going to do. I don't know who you're doing it at. I'm a one-trick pony, baby. I'm that gonna, doesn't tell me anything. I'm going to blast that guy right next to the back. Both of them are next the to the back. The red guy. The red The red guy. The red guy. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> just they, they were both standing next to the back. I cheat. <laughs> you saw that too, right? Okay. Well, Rip technically, room. one's more in front than to the side, but you know, whatever. And if you want to get really technical, they're both wearing red. Actually, oh my gosh. The, this one's wearing more orange. Oh my god! <laughs> Semantics. Freaking boys. Look at who you're talking to. Oh my god. Kick rocks. Okay. Alright, hang on just a moment here. What damage did you do? 27 points. To which one? The red guy. The short red guy. Number four? This guy right that, here? That, yes. Okay. I just wanted to make sure because I have. that's that why sucked. I have them numbered. Yeah, that sucker. Alright. 27 points of force damage with magic missile. Okay. Yeah. Get wrecked. How do you like me now? Okay, there's that. Alright, is that Esther's whole turn? That is Esther's whole turn. Except she's going to shift back about 10 feet. Because she doesn't want to get her stuff rocked. You can get back five. That's, this area is... That, that's... That's acceptable. Okay. It's just too thick of brush in that area. That's fine. That's fine. All right. Just... It is now Zabak's turn. All right. Cool. I'm enraged by this turn of events. Is she attacking recklessly too? Oh no 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 no! She she's got enough problems right now. She's gonna attack the red guy, the same one that got his stuff rocked. It's gonna be 16 to hit. Um. 
Yes, that's a hit. Yes, it is, baby. That's going to be six points of lightning, then 18 more points, so that's 24 points of damage total, six of which are lightning. All right. And it's on which one? The red guy. Same guy again? Yeah. How much in total did you do? 24. 24. Yeah, 24. Okay. Alright. And that was the back's turn. It is now the... Oh, wait, no. No, 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 no. Honey, that was only my first attack. Okay. She's gonna wallop him again, honey. Maybe 11? No. Oops. Not even close. Oh, I was a bit overconfident. <laughs> All right. Now it is her turn. And she... up a spell right now. Boom. Alright. Um, so... these blue ones to mark this um, so from where Esther is at to here to here to right here so everybody except Celine needs to give me a strength saving throw. Oh no. Oh. Not so, yeah, everybody except Celine. Eight? No. 24? Yes. Well, yeah. Yeah, that tracks. So, whichever one rolled the eight has become restrained as plants come up out of the ground. Oh, oh, I'm restrained, you guys. 16. 16, that makes it. <clears throat> I don't need my hands to cast spells, though. Ha 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 ha. Huh? Esther is restrained. She rolled the 8. Uh, uh okay. 
What do you mean you don't need your hands to Most cast spells? Most of your spells have semantic components to you casting your spells. So if you Being restrained you simply don't. means you, you can't move. Yeah, so I can still cast spells. Depends on how it breaks down. Oh no. Okay. Um, okay. So that was that. And we go back up to the top. It is plated armor guys' turn. Oh no. Here's it where... means semantic, doesn't it? Yes. So that means I need like my little fingies to move or something? Yeah. Oh no, I can still wiggle my fingers. Mm-mm. What? Oh man. Now you're arguing semantics. Well, just because as rules as written if you are restrained it says can't move or I, okay i'm or just going to tell you what's defined as restrained as per the rules okay okay because paralyzed would mean you can't move at all conditions restrained a restrained creature's speed becomes zero yeah. and it can't benefit from any bonus to its speed. Yeah. Attack rolls against the creature have advantage and the creature's attack rolls have disadvantage. Yeah. The creature has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. So yeah, she can still cast spells. Yeah. Yep. So you can still cast spells. Sweet. I don't know why I was thinking you couldn't. Because I was kind of thinking I could too. Restrain because you, you could potentially say that she's restrained by being bound by a bunch of ropes. So essentially just so it's cocooned by ropes, or am I just kind of tied to well, chair? I mean, at that point, if, if you're at that point, that's a little bit different because that would almost classify as grappled oh, as yeah, well as yeah. restrained or possibly incapacitated. Oh, yeah. So to speak. It, it goes a lot of different ways. Yeah, it can. Um, all right, anyway, it's right. their turn. Cool. And this is where everybody sees these two guys do something very, very odd. Oh, no. That can only be explained like one of two ways. This guy blips from here. He misty steps. And oh. blips to right here. Ah, ah, ah. Counter style. <laughs> What, huh? Counterspell as a reaction. I can cast counterspell. I attempt to interrupt a creature. What? Nothing. You you've done it. So. I don't want him near me. You you attempt to interrupt a creature casting a spell. If the creature is casting a third level or lower spell, their spell fails. If they're casting at fourth level or above, they have to make an ability check with spell cast with their spell casting ability. 10 plus, it's 10 plus the spells level. Well, okay, so you counterspelled it. Mm-hmm. So. Ah, ah! <laughs> this is my no-no square. Do not approach. <laughs> All right, so that was one of his actions. Um, one of them? Oh, crap. You get three attack actions. He does? Oh. oh, crap. That was dumb. So he's going to, to right here. <sighs> This one's going to bloop, bloop, right into the middle and looks right at this guy and goes, she's sick and tired of you, and so am I. Flips the spear point down, holds the shield up, and you can tell he's about to punch you with the shield oh, as he attempts to shield bash you three oh, times. Oh, no. That's fine. This is bad. I want to go home. <laughs> You're not restrained by the... Nope. Okay. 
So it's not with advantage then. So first one. Twenty-one. Mercer raises his hand and goes, shield. Uh all right. So what's that make his AC? Twenty-five. And my dice said screw you by giving me a crit. Ah. That's fine. <laughs> oh, the pain. And uh, 27. That's fine. Which is one shy of a crit. Alright, so once the damage is done, I need... Well, okay, hang on. I take that back. I'm going to hold off on that first one because if the first hit that was a crit causes you to go prone, then that second hit's going to be at advantage. Okay. Wow. So we'll do the damage for the first one, and I need a strength saving throw from that. Four, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Fifteen. Be uh, twelve points bludgeoning. Fifteen, you make it. So the second one will just be a normal hit. And of course, that's better. And the second one will be ten points bludgeoning, and then I need a second strength saving throw. Natural twenty. Okay. So you make that one. Mercer looks at him and goes, I'm killing you first. Alright. Then, the other guy <coughs> attempts two shield bashes at Mercer and holds the spear up like he's getting ready to throw it as he's going to try to chuck it at uh, Esther. No! Leave me alone, man. So, first bash on Mercer... AC is still 25. Yep, and it's a dead miss. Second one, that's a crit. Third one. Uh, no is going to miss because he still has the shield up. So, no, I'm sorry. That's not against uh, Mercer. That's the spear getting thrown at Esther. Um, oh, no. That's going to be a 22 on Esther to have the spear thrown. I'm in trouble. Okay. So, one more shield bash on Mercer. Strength saving throw. Uh, no, I'm going to go prone. Okay. Uh, wait, how much uh, damage did that do? Hang on. Oh. I got to roll the damage on oh. him, then I'll roll the damage on you. So, 18 points bludgeoning. And yes, he goes prone, which means I also need another strength saving throw as he falls into the entangle spell. That's not how it works. No, you're right. It's not. God, I am tired. The damage on Esther for the spear getting thrown at you. That's going to be 10 points piercing damage as she gets jabbed with a spear. Ah! That knocked about almost a my health away. Oh, ow. I'm sorry. I was wrong. 16 points piercing. Oh, no. Ow. Ow. I completely missed this. I've been nice on these uh, damage rolls this whole time. 
no. I was supposed to roll an extra dice, and I haven't been. Guys, I'm in trouble. Oops. Okay, so that's their turn. Uh, it is Celine's turn. Okay. Five, ten, fifteen. Bonus action. Uh, spiritual weapon. So now there is a spiritual weapon. I, I have a question. Right is spiritual nope. weapon a concentration? It is not. Okay. Critical hit. Nice. Okay. Okay, so weapon damage first. So, uh, 23 points of da uh, damage, nice. and he's lit on fire. And at the start yeah. of each of its turns, he has to make a constitution saving throw where he takes 1d6 points of fire damage. Why is he caught on fire? Searing smite. Nice. It just automatically catches him on fire? If, yeah. Next time you hit a creature with a melee weapon attack during a spell's duration, your weapon flares with white hot intensity and attack it deals an extra 1d6 fire damage to the target and causes the target to ignite in flames. At the start of its turns, until the spell ends, the target must make a constitution saving throw. On a failed save, it takes 1d6 fire damage. On a successful save, the spell ends. If the, t if the target of the creature within five feet of it uses an action to put out the flames or some other effect douses the flames being submerged in water it's ended as well but right now he is on fire hmm. okay cool okay did he take more damage from being on fire or was that just the initial the only damage it was the additional d6 and then at the start of his turn again he has to make a save and if he fails the save, then he takes another d6 points of fire damage. Gotcha. Okay. So that was, uh, and that was this guy right here? Mm-hmm. So that's number... How's he looking? Um, about 50-50. And then, um... She transfers the healing to Mercer. Okay. Okay. All right. 
That was Celine's turn. Now it's Mercer's turn. Um. Yeah, if I remember this correctly, Thunderstep does in a, in a five foot around him does uh, like a boom of thunder, and then he goes thirty feet. Correct. He teleports away thirty feet to a spot he can see, and the place where he left does a blast of thunder damage within five feet of that space. Yes. So okay. Cool. In this case. Um, Zabak would also get fine. Oh man. <laughs> Why are you like this? My dude. So, Mercer reaches into his bag, grabs a scroll, boom. What? Okay, hang on. What level is. Third. Third? But it's a scroll. Yeah, monster. Yeah, you still have to make a. Correct. Because if you can't make that. If you can't make that ability check roll. Yeah. That's a 23. Okay. So he goes to cast it. La 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 la. Puts him right there. Alright, so. Well, he can move 30, yeah, so. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Yeah, it doesn't matter, I guess. Yeah, that's where he's at. And then it's... What's the saving throw? I don't know. I gotta go look up the spell real quick. I don't... I, I have scrolls, but I don't use them ever, so... Oh, that's under items. Whoops. Can Mercer cast third level spells? That's why you had me make the checks. The Arcana checks. Right. Well, I mean, if you're able to cast a third level spell, then you don't have to make the check. No, I can't. I'm, I'm still casting... Second level spells. Thunderstep. There we go. 3d10 points of damage. Uh, and it's a constitution saving throw. They take half. My guy, I think I'm going to have to counterspell you. Okay. Um, Zebek is very constitutional. So oh, from a oh third, it's not Esther yet. Never mind. So never from mind. a carry third on, level spell scroll, the spell scroll save DC is a 15. So what do I have to roll? You have to... It's a constitution saving throw. Yeah, it's a con saving throw. Ooh, 16. Yeah, you make it. Yeah! You take half damage. Sweet. And the cool thing is you're raging, so you take take a quarter. Uh, Oh, 19, 19. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They rolled a 15 right on the money. That's fine. Uh, 16, 23, so 22 points... Well, 23 points... They're going to take 11. Five. So 11? I take five points. Yeah. <laughs> and it's actually a range of 90 feet, so he's actually right here. Okay. Yeah, I wasn't looking up. I For some reason, I was thinking it was 30. I, I did too. Do. All right. 
So that's Mercer's action. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. No, I take it back. Hold on. He's not done yet. Bonus action. Coal clocker. <laughs> He's just going to swing a punch. Is this to make me look bad for saying the whole thing about the Oni mask? Probably. No, I'm I'm just... She counters, counters spell. He's, she's, he's gonna punch her. Okay. Right in the face. Dang, dude. That's cold. 16? Yeah, you hit her. <laughs> bah! One point of damage. And oh she goes Lord. down. Bruh! She had one hit point left. Nice! Actually, I think it's two points. Because it's, one, it's, it's one, nice. one point plus strength modifier. Right. Mercer does have a strength modifier, but I think it's one. So, yes. So, bah! stay down. <laughs> Man, that's cold. Nah, not really. All right. So that was Mercer's turn. Yep. He was Esther's dead. turn. All right. Well, now that that's taken care of. Time for some more pain! Blah! Alright, that's gonna be... Twenty-three points of damage on that guy right in the middle of us. This guy? Yep, yep, yep. What did you do? Magic Missile! Oh, okay. Her staple. Yeah. Oh, one for the pony, homie. How much damage did you do? 23? Yes. Yes, 23. Whenever you guys tell me the damage, I'm in the worst position because I'm trying to keep up with other stuff as well. Mm. So it takes me a second to get back to the calculator. That's why I keep asking. That's fine. 23. That's all she's doing. It makes it Zabak's turn. Zabak attack! Who's the green robe guy? That's uh, Celine. Celine, I moved to flank with Celine. So a five foot step to right here. Yep, yep, yep. What? Have advantage because I'm flanking. Oh, I didn't need it. Double 19th, my guy. So that's 24 to hit. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be good. Yeah, I know. Okay, oh, that's not very good though. Fifteen points of damage total. To number four. Mm-hmm. Three of which are lightning. my second attack. <laughs> 23 to hit. Ow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well that's also not as good as I wanted. 16 points of damage, three of which are lightning. 
You fall down, go boom. Haha. Uh -huh. Get back, scrub. Oh, and the uh, entangle spell is now gone. Ah, uh -huh. Mercer knocked her out. No, he didn't knock her out. He killed her. That's fine. She fine. already wasn't looking good. The bat killed her. No, the bat didn't kill her. Mercer did. He punched her. Oh, oh. The lady that was over here. She's the oh, one that's that, right. That's right. She's the one that cast the spell. Mm, 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 All right. Mm. So that's the back's turn then. Yep, yep, yep. All right. Um, Drew, it's gone, so that's not going on anymore. It's the, uh, the big guy's turn, and he, uh, do, do, do. Blips to right here, and then sixty dashes to here. In one round, he will be out of sight due to the heavy, thick brush. That's fine. I can still hit him. Um, it is Celine's turn. Okay, give me a second here. Uh, ba -ba to here. Oh man, there's part of me that wants to do this instead. This is like waist level, right? All that? Yeah. So I can see it. Yeah. Okay. Chaos Bolt. She still has that? Different version. She doesn't have the Raxus's Chaos Bolt. Well, yeah. Oh, well. She has just the regular Chaos Bolt. Very similar. I know, I, well, I knew that. Chaos Bolt's a commonly known spell. The Rax's Chaos Bolt Barrage was specifically from Dungeon mm -hmm. in a Box. Yep. Okay. That one's a lot nicer. But also less powerful. No, it's Rax's is more powerful. Because it's oh, three bolts. no, okay, I, I misunderstood you. I thought you were saying Chaos Bolt was nicer because it does less damage. No. It, it, you're being nicer to your enemy casting that at them instead of the barrage. Yeah, 23 to hit. That's a hit. Okay, so 2d8. Where'd my d8s go? Here we go. This will determine the element. Okay. Lightning. So it's 17 points. All right. You said 17? Yep. Okay. How's he looking? 
Um, he's at about 50-50 now. Okay. Okay. Uh, Mercer's turn, right? Uh, Celine just went. Yes, it's Mercer's turn. Perfect. Uh, I need a Constitution saving throw from him, please. Okay, dang it! I keep hitting that freaking microphone. Eighteen. Dang it! As some magic swirls around him for a moment and then dissipates. Vortex warp? Yep. Had a feeling. Bring him back. I'm running away. No, you're not. Uh, Spell fails. Yes, I am, mother. That's that's all he can do at this moment. All right. Uh, Esther's turn. Esther hears in the back of her mind. um, Use the staff. Trust me. Use the staff. Use the staff. Firebolt with the staff. Firebolt with the staff. Okay, she brandishes the staff. Firebolt! Alright, so roll to attack. Okay. Um, Firebolt or fireball? Firebolt. Firebolts! But you're hearing him say that. Add a plus two to your attack roll. This one time. Okay. So it's my what? Spellcasting. Spellcasting, so that's charisma, right? Yep. It's always going to be... Plus your proficiency. So, so then, so three, six, so that's six. 13, 15 to hit. 50, yeah, 15. 15, thank you. Just barely missed. Are you kidding me? It was one off, so you shot that thing, and just as you fire it, it goes right past his head. Oh, what no. you notice, though, is you shot off fire bolt. What you saw was what looked like a bolt of ice. What the frick? Man, what are you doing to me? I, I'm, I'm a cryocaster. That's what I did. Uh, so that's what I'm trying to help you with. Okay, cool. I, I forgot about that. I'm just Do this! How could you miss? He's right there! Well, you know... Alright, so that was Esther's turn. It is now Zabak's turn. How far away is this guy from me? Far. Well outside your 60 foot range to throw something. No, it's 30 to 120, my dude. Anything past 30, though, you're throwing at disadvantage. 120 is the max that you can throw it. You can't go past that. Well, I'll attack recklessly, so... Suck my toes. Okay, so it'd be a standard attack then? Mm-hmm. Oh, frick. 11. Oh, uh, yeah, no. Well, that didn't go very well. I'm gonna try it again, Throws though. Throws a javelin and just hits a tree somewhere. Bow, 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 bow. Frick. Vroom. All right, let's try this again. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> What'd you roll this time? I, rolled it, I had to roll a disadvantage, so I only rolled a 12. 
<laughs> into the dirt 10 feet away. Aw, oh, crap. I'm sorry, guys. That's right. Alright, so that was the back's turn. Should I use magic missile? Um, it's his turn again. He blips out and you lose sight of him. Ah, oh, frick. As he just... <laughs> and then dashes and you know, he's completely out of sight. Why didn't you use magic missile, you fool? You Mercer never missed! Mercer starts taking off, like, rummaging through what's on the elf. And taking everything. Man, Wh- why which are you one? berating me? The one that... Oh, the one he punched? Yeah. Okay. She... Uh, she does not have a whole lot on her. Well, that's fine. It's it's more of the point than it is what she has. Um. So basic clothes. Uh, she did. She wasn't wearing any armor or anything. She did have a uh, a rod that looks like it was crafted from a tree branch. Mm-hmm. And had a small. Oh yeah, it was just a. Uh, looked like it was crafted from a tree branch. Um. She did have She had seven silver on her, but the coins look very, very different than your standard silver coins. That's fine. Um and then she had a small red tincture that looks like a healing potion, but also looks different from a healing potion. Unlike your typical healing potions where you roll to see how much it heals, it heals for a straight eight points. Hey, this is Kent, your dungeon master. Do you make stuff for 5e tabletop role-playing games? Maybe it's content like a new monster, an item... New spell, even. Or possibly you make other stuff for 5e games. Miniatures, maps, whatever. Our podcast is opening up sponsorships for your business. And we want to help you advertise what you have and give it a first-hand experience by players for players. So contact us on our Facebook page at the LARP channel or email us directly, dragonbornwarlock at gmail.com and let us help you. Mercer looks at the sprite. Uh, um, can, can you can, can you help me? Yeah, well, please. Yeah, you need. <laughs> oh, little guy. Thank you. You all right, buddy? Yeah. I uh, I I uh, I was I was trying to get to a different plane. The 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 Lord of the Fairy Plane is very very mean and evil and everybody knows that this is the portal to get from one plane to another so I thought if I could get to the material plane maybe I'd be safe and they they caught me right before I did 
and then decided to have some fun by using me as target practice. Oh man, yeah, that's, that's unacceptable. I, I agree. As he boom kicks the lady in the face. <laughs> Bro, she's dead. Stop. Um, that's just gross. Is is a. He's an he's an angry angry person right Spiteful now. Spiteful little man. Yeah, he's he's he'd be considered not in a good place. Mhm mhm. Um. So my name is Grigo. If I may ask, who are you and what brought you to the fa- plane of the fairy? No, uh, we're we were stuck in a halfway section thanks to uh, weird magic. Vel Velathul some. Nature spirit that binds everyone to an island and keeps them there for all eternity and makes them safe. Um, Yeah. Um, We were Mm -hmm. told that we can't leave the island unless we have three ingredients. We need Satyr's Heart Song, something from a dryad, and Dragon Tears. Oh. Well, that's news to me. I didn't know you needed that to activate the portal. Yeah, man. Hmm. Free to help and come with us. I guess it's the best thing I could do to say thank you. So, sure. Uh, yeah, I will. I'll come along with you. Okay. Now, that being said, I can't fight. Wasn't that's expecting right, you to. Baby. I've got very keen eyes and a sharp set of senses, but I can't for the life of me. Mm. Well, as you can see, we can we do well on our own. I, I can tell. Okay, let's see if we can't find these ingredients, and maybe all of us can go back to the material plane. Let's go. Yeah. As okay. Mercer walks back over to the other one that's down mm-hmm. and strips him. All right. Um, on that one. Studded leather armor, shield. Um, he had a spear, but it uh, got jabbed into Esther, and uh, he had six gold coins on him once again. You can tell they're gold coins, but they look very, very different from your your typical coin. And he also had a small tincture on him. That, uh, say, yeah, same thing. Mercer takes it. Um, so I'm gonna have I'll role play this the, the sprite, but I'm gonna have you guys control what he does. That's fine. So you'll need to bring up the stats for a sprite. That's fine. Out of the monster manual. I'll get it. Um, twenty-three. That's what I'm going to do. Mercer puts a hand on himself and casts Cure's Wounds on himself. 
So how, how far down did Mercer and Celine get? Uh, you took Mercer uh, 43 out of 59. Oh, wow. And Celine, you took her to 34 out of uh, 68. Now, here's what I can tell you. They didn't have the intent to kill you. They had the intent to knock you unconscious, which is why they went to shield bashing rather than stabbing with the spear. Basically, they went with a, Let, let's see how this works, and started just jabbing at the spear as per your standard expectation. Mm-hmm. And then realizing you, uh, what type of combatants you were, went with, if we can, we parry with the spears, but we shield bash the crap out of these guys and knock them unconscious. Yeah. Here, this is for you. Add that to your character sheet. Sweet. Hopefully, Thanks. that kind of helps you a little bit more with your casting your spells and stuff. Celine's gonna pull out a scroll. What scroll is it? Cure wounds. doing too bad all right um how is the rest of the group looking esther is back esther could use a boost for sure the back could the back can keep going for a little while without okay she's a little more than 50 percent, so you know okay so then So Mercer reaches into his bag, grabs a hold of the staff of healing, mm-hmm. and he burns two charges. Okay. And you heal back. Esther heals back ten hit points. at the sprite mm-hmm. and actually let me hold on a second before I do that Okay. 
Does he have armor on him? Um, whatever the stats are for... Shows he has leather armor on him. Okay, then yeah, he probably does. Okay. If it shows him carrying any weapons, though, he does not have any weapons on him. He does, says he has quite a few. He has a short bow, a long sword. What's this? Okay, yeah, oh, he doesn't yeah. have any of that stuff on him. Okay. But as previously mentioned, he also said he's in no condition to fight either. Lucky they didn't hit him at all. Um, okay. And then... Um, do, 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 do. Plus modifier. Um, Salim asked him, how well are you at casting uh, scrolls? Any issues with it? Um, I mean, I assume you shouldn't have much difficulty with it. it it's, it's, it, I guess it kind of depends on the spell, because I only know certain... Well, it's mage armor. It should fare you better than what you're wearing currently and give you a little bit more protection. Okay. Yeah, I, I think I can handle it. It's from a spell scroll, right? Yes. So it just requires me to kind of focus a bit. and. Yep. I think I can handle that. She reaches in her bag, pulls out one, and says, use it. So you, you see this sprite come over and grab this giant roll of paper and goes, Okay, I'll see what I can do with this. Well, here, I take it and I roll it out for him so he can read it. Oh, you want me to cast this right now? Yes. Oh, you just handed me a scroll. I didn't. Okay. <laughs> he comes up and he basically hands and feet onto the scroll and 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 it like kind of pushes him back as the magic comes off of it onto him. Mm -hmm. And you think uh, Skyrim. Um, Expanded edition with the the Soulstime, mm -hmm. and you can cast that magical dragon armor thing yeah. aspect of the dragon or something like that. That's basically what it doesn't look like a dragon, obviously, but it looks like semi sort of spectral armor appears on him. That's fine. Shoulder, breastplate, legs, arms, etc. Bumps him up two points. Okay. You have the stats. I don't. Well, it's it's, it's a thir his thirteen plus dex modifier, so he has a four. So he's now a little bit more resilient to being. Hit. So he has a seventeen AC. Yes, gotcha. And I just thought about this. There he is. There you go. Sprite. I think that's actually what this is. Yep, that's a sprite. Tiny little guy flying around. What's yep. his fly speed anyway? Forty. It's a quick little booger. As yeah. fast as the uh, turtle. <laughs> yeah, but nowhere near as hardy. You sneeze in his direction, he's dead. <laughs> so with that, he's actually going to land on Celine's shoulder and be like, while I can fly fast, I don't want to lose you guys for the moment. So is this okay? That's fine. Okay. All right. Uh, so, in order to...
find your tokens that you're looking for, essentially. You kind of got to search around. We're not necessarily going to use the map for this, but um, I'm going to give you guys a choice. There's either pre-picked uh, encounters that you guys can do, which are strictly dedicated to leading you to the tokens and everything, or we can do the random roll tokens, which you're still going to make your way to the tokens, but you have the chance of finding other stuff as well. Random roll. Random roll. Alright. She said she wanted to take the lead <clears throat> on this one. Yes. <laughs> no, I just meant that previous situation Not with too the late. kid. Too late. No! I don't want this much power. This is too much. I resign. I abdicate my throne. Too late, I already made the decision. So let's oh, no. see here. This is a terrible decision. You can you can resign after the decision, so oh, that's fine. No, 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 no. But you've already you've already committed to the Alright, so if we do the random rolls, here's what's gonna happen. Each day that it takes for you guys to search and try to find stuff, there's a chance to run into a random encounter. Yeah. Each of those encounters, when successfully completed, is going to give you a 25% cumulative chance to find one of the tokens. Mm -hmm. Once you find one of the tokens, that cumulative percentage is going to reset to zero. Mm -hmm. Yep, that's fine. Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. So for the first day, I need a group skill check of investigations. I'm also going to give you the option to do survival if you wish. Uh, Celine will do survival. Mercer's absolutely doing investigation. Okay. And I think I'm going to go ahead and use my inspiration. <laughs> yeah. Inspiration is gone. But needed. Okay. Um, all right, so... Celine 21, Mercer 18. Those both are going to make it. Six. Investigation. That is a fail. What was, this, what was Nine it? Nine survival. Six. Six, and what was the other one? Nine. The nine gets a plus five. Okay, 14. 14. That still misses it by one. Dang it. DC was a 15. I was hoping. Alrighty. So... Um, I'm just going to tell you guys this right now. The blue die is the first random table. The green die is the second random table. Both threes. Okay. And, uh, by the way, huh? Mercer touches his amulet and gives himself temporary ten hit points. Nice. Did I give you a time limit on how long that lasts, or is it just lasts until, until it's used? Three charges until they're used. All right. So, as you guys are searching around, uh, you come across a meadow of blue slipsis flowers. Mm -hmm. You are allowed a nature check in order to identify said flowers. Okay. A nature check, you say? Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to be a 21 for Celine. 12. The Seven. 12 and the 7 do not make it. 13 that. for Mercer. The 13 does not make it. The 21 oh. will. If you want, the sprite can also make oh, a check. Yeah. 
nature. Yes. Nature is wisdom. No, intellect. Yeah, it's an intelligence. Ten. Okay, he doesn't even get it. So Celine notice knows, recognizes the concept of these flowers to be uh, flowers of a very unique aroma that living creatures typically find to be soothing. Uh, she knows that it can cause some creatures to become lethargic and numb to pain, which sounds very, very similar to somebody's uh, herbal supplement. Hey, man, relax. And um, it can give you advantage on some areas while simultaneously potentially giving you disadvantage in other areas. Ooh, I like them odds. <laughs> hey, Esther. Yeah? Hey, this stuff will give you a nice trip. Have at it. Um, <laughs> bro, I don't know what it is. I'm not putting that in my body. It's no different than your skooma. I don't... It's not skin. Or skid. Yes. Whatever the heck you're calling your substance. <laughs> supplement. Or supplement. <laughs> James Man. is tired. Bear with him. <laughs> bro, I don't know what that is. I'm not putting that in my body. No All way. Right, that's fine. But I will... Take a close look at it. So Esther just gets close in, inspects it very carefully. As soon as she does, the aroma hits Natural her. 20! I'm in trouble. <laughs> make a whiff. with. You, you, you didn't have to make a roll for The she minute just, you said, okay, I take a very close look. And I lean in close and I take a You get a big whiff. You no, know, you get a big whiff of the aroma. It's like walking into that wall when somebody uh, creates it as they walk away. Oh! It hits your nose. Oh. Um, so for the next uh, 24 hours, oh, no. you're going to have advantage on oh. all constitution-based checks. Nice. Simultaneously, you're going to have disadvantage on all intelligence and wisdom-based checks. No. <laughs> <laughs> She's flying high. Wow. Moving oh, no. forward. Oh, no. Moving forward. Mm -hmm. Having discovered this, when Esther uses her skid... This is going to be the same concept from now on. Yeah, fair. Advantage on con saving throws for... Well, like, she only does it when they're on the ship. I know. Okay. You still do skill-based checks and attribute-based right, right, checks right. on the ship, too. But it'll be advantage on con saving throws, or on constitution-based checks, and disadvantage on all intelligence and wisdom-based checks. So for right now, it's the next 24 hours. As that is happening... Okay. Can I see the part of the book where it says that so I can take a picture? Just that small section that says Soothing Meadows. Okay. Quick, take a picture of the whole thing so we can read ahead. Huh? I said, quick, take a picture of the whole thing so we can read ahead. Thank you. I'm going to read a section of encounters. That's all you'll see on that page. Hey, at least it'll prep me to know what's coming. Uh, okay. Was that one of them? Yeah, that was one of them. Okay, so you guys got lucky when I rolled one of the key encounters that potentially leads you to a uh, token is what I rolled. All right, so as that as that's going on, um, the uh, the sprite Rico taps Celine on the shoulder and goes, "Uh oh, we're, we're, we're in a bad spot. We, we we need to move. We're trespassing." Okay. And just as I, as he says that, everybody gives me perception checks. 
<clears throat> oh yeah, Celine's golden. Oh no! Oh no! Mercer's still moping. Esther, of course, notices nothing. <sighs> Zabak, uh, what perception you said? Eighteen. Eighteen makes it. Yeah, it does. Twenty-five for yeah. Celine. Twenty-five makes it. A whopping six for Mercer. Six. Uh-uh. He's just l- kind of halfway laughing at the uh, flowers and at Esther. Hey, buddy. Everybody notices a uh, hundred easily offended pixies Uh-oh. start to show up. And they all start to look at you and one of them kind of speaks out and goes, You! You have crossed into sacred territory! Whoa, 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 whoa! You! Big giant bigots! How dare you be so offensive! I'm so sorry! I'm so sorry! Believe! I'm so sorry! You think you're so big you can just walk around here without doing anything? I mean, did I... uh, You are on sacred ground! Oh, my bad. We'll leave, man. No! You owe tribute for your trespassing! Okay, okay, I'm sorry. What what can I do to make make it right, man? Alright, so... This is so bad. (laughs) Basically, um... If you want to give up tribute... Pick something that you have on you. Doesn't matter what it is. Wand of if you shape. want to try to convince them that, that anymore, by the way. Oh, whatever it is you're giving them is worth taking, it's either a deception or a persuasion check. What well, if it's really worth something? Then you get to do the check at advantage. <laughs> this is my time to shine! <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> I'm going to cast um, sort value on uh, my. You, you, okay, I'm going to tell you this right now. Yeah. You're not being sneaky. You have a hundred eyes on you. Oh no, I'm going to very. So whatever it is you're going to try to do. Okay. If there was a way to do like double or triple disadvantage, it would be you. Okay. All right. Okay. Um. Uh. Mercer produces two bags of coins with 60 copper in each one. Yeah, man. Give me that beautiful copper. Esther touches the bags and casts distort value on the copper. So these are super valuable. She's going to cast it at... um... I mean, they said valuable. They didn't say it had to be, like, priceless, so... I'm going to cast it at 4th level. I'm going to roll a percentile check to see if they consider that to be offensive in some way. Because you're not hiding anything. They know exactly what you're doing. Wait, they know I'm casting distort value? They can see you do it. But it's just a verbal component. I said, look how Okay, out of 100 pixies, do you honestly think one, at least one of them does not understand the concept of magic and how to identify spells? You were in the Fey Wild. Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna do that. Okay. DM said, "Don't let me do that." I didn't say you couldn't do it. I just know what's gonna happen if you do do it. But they both offer up a bag of sixty copper apiece. Celine and Mercer do. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. As so she reaches into her bag. It still needs to be a persuasion or deception check to convince them that it's of value. For each person? Esther's like, man. Uh, one check per character. So, yes. Yeah. This is a, a group skill check. Esther's like, man, I I value my friend's back so much, I will also offer her tribute on her, offer tribute on her behalf. Now, do I get advantage because it is a, it is has of a value? 60 copper. Copper. That's six silver, so that's one sixth of a piece of gold, right? Uh, no, it, well, Close enough. <laughs> It'd be the equivalent to, right? Uh, it's, it's 10 silver per gold. So it's... That's why I'm saying a sixth of a gold. Because it'd be six silver. So it'd be technically two-thirds of a gold piece. Roughly. Yeah, that... Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, this is why I don't do math. Because me and math just... Me and math are like you and puzzles. I hate puzzles. We, we do not get along. But, I mean, it still technically has a value to it. It, it does. Um, because it's copper, I'm going to say no. Because well, these guys aren't idiots. And Esther's like, oh, 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 I'm sorry. I meant to grab my Celine. gold. Esther's like, I'm sorry, I meant to grab my gold. And she grabs a sack full of... Gold. Oh, and Mercer just botches it with a five. Uh-oh. So, as far as gold equivalent goes, we have... Eleven. Between two bags of 60 copper, we have 1.2, essentially one gold and two silver pieces. And I'm offering 20 gold for the whole so, party. okay, hang on. So that puts us, puts you guys up to 21 gold, two silver. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So Celine did what? Natural 20. Natural 20. And Mercer got a? Five. Five. Esther and Zabak? Zabak is nodding emphatically to encourage Esther. Um, she rolled a 10 plus I don't know what to do to support to it's, help. It's just a base. Persuasion. Persuasion. Okay. So charisma. So 13 for Zabak. Well, no, no, no. The, the persuasion or the deception is to convince the pixies that what you're offering is of value yeah. enough to... Correct. But it's still a group role and each person has to add, add Right. Their... The question is, what is Esther offering? 20 gold for the okay. party. What is Zabak offering? Zabak is supporting Esther. So she's not offering anything. She's not offering anything. She's like, yes, Esther, gladly, yes. Okay, so that's just going to be an automatic fail. fail. Are you kidding me? Yeah, no. you got to do it one per person. Okay, fine. So that's a 13 persuasion for his back. Or no, yeah. Okay, so No, that, 10 persuasion. And so that's going to be a fail. Okay, hold on, yeah. that's a 15. Oh, because of Mercer's ability? What yeah. did Esther get them? Okay, that's Even though the... she's offering the gold. Right. Can I have a bonus because I'm she's offering the gold? No. Offering something is what gives you the opportunity to make the skill check because you're convincing uh... them. That's still two fails out of two. Um, the sprite knows that there's no way he's going to have any sort of capability because they're pixies. There's 
there's just no chance. Um, so they, uh, great, now I gotta go look this up. Are they gonna attack us? Um, alright. I've already got your guys' names listed right here. So we got Esther, Mercer, Zabak, and Celine. Oh, I don't want to kill the little pixies. No, 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 no. I have you guys listed in a random order of one through four because half of you failed. The pixies are more offended than they are intrigued. And they begin start starting to randomly cast polymorph at you. Oh no! I'm going to roll a d4, and whoever I roll it on uh, gets affected by the polymorph smell. I ain't true polymorph. Hmm? I ain't true polymorph. Celine gets transformed into a mule. <laughs> and from all the noise of the spell, it actually gets something else's attention. More fairies show up. Or more pixies show up. Now you're just hearing all this chitter chatter. What's going on? Wait, wait, wait. Zabak. Zabak reaches into her backpack and whips out the giant pearl. What about this? We can place this wherever you like for beautiful decor. That creates a dead silence. As they all stop and they look and their eyes just get super wide like... (laughs) Yeah, buddy! Where would you like us to place it for you? A bunch of them (laughs) come hovering over. And they're just all looking at it. And you hear one pixie go, A lot of them! They will grab it! They will go! Retrieve the pearl! And so a bunch of them take the pearl and fly off. And Uh, another bunch comes flying over. And this traditional looking beaker, like what you see in a science classroom, with a cork in it, is brought over. And the pixie goes, That! That is true tribute! So in exchange, (laughs) this is for you! Oh, why thank you. And they begin to all disperse. Except for the ones still holding the bottle because they're waiting for you to take the bottle. Right, the back takes the big bottle. Thank you. And they begin to all fly away. Thank you for letting us pass. Esther's staring at the back like, how did you do that? And the pixie's now looking at him going, oh, great. A bottle of what? I don't know. Maybe it's a genie. Why didn't you ask? Well, that's probably the dragon tears. That's probably, yeah, that. Okay. How do you know? I grabbed the bottle from her. Oh, careful. Uh-oh. Do my normal magical knowledge. He's going to burn the hair out of his nostrils, isn't he? <laughs> do my arcana to discern it. It's not dumbass, it's Dumas. Sam Smith stuck in my head. Song. Song. Sam Smith. 
What are you doing? Me? Yes, you. That's a stupid Sam Smith song. Hello, young man. Alright. I assume I can do an arcana to discern it. Um. As soon as you uh, pop it open, um, the bottle actually changes uh -oh. from a bottle to. For a brief second, it looks like a sword, and then it alters into three fairy dragons. What? Dude, what do you but do? They appear right in front of you. Uh, my guy. And these three dragons just kind of look at you. Well, this is interesting. Uh, uh, what do we have here? Man. I assume you were the dragon tears. They all just kind of look at each other. We're fairy dragons. Cool. What do you mean by dragon tears? Well, we need dragon tears to leave the fey realm. So what kind of comedy and are you guys into? We'll make you laugh till you cry. Our astute tortle over here decided to give away a healing object to all of the pixies. Oh, it's just a giant pearl. Which was the... Thing that maximized all healing spells, but eh. it was. It was. Oh crap! Actually, it just allowed you guys to earn the max amount of healing when you take a short rest. Oh. Either way, it still had. But eh, semantics. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> semantics. Semantics. Mm. Um, they all just kind of look at each other. <laughs> uh, you want our tears? You're gonna have to make us. Laugh until we cry, because that's honestly the only way you're going to get any tears out of our eyes. All right. Esther says, I got this. Give me, give me ten minutes to prepare. Just give me ten minutes. And I, I'm kind of half tempted to say, you two as players have to make the DM laugh. Okay. Really, which you both know it's pretty freaking easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got my secret weapon. I got my secret weapon. Oh, Lord, what are you about to do? You'll see. You'll see. Okay. <clears throat> Esther has prepared. Give her ten minutes. She's prepared. Almost. Wait, what? Is that? Oh, that's as how the, the Jeopardy works. theme begins to echo across the land. Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! That man is dead. Let him rest in peace with his stupid song. That doesn't mean the show's dead. It still goes on. Goes on and on. There we go. I got him to chuckle. <laughs> I win. Hey. You know my laugh. Hey, it was a chuckle. It works. I take it. No, you want a good laugh. You got to do something as funny as, who needs to get to the astral plane? Oh, crap. Oh, crap, man. Portland! An escalator can never break. It can only become stairs. You should never see an escalator temporarily out of order sign. Just escalator temporarily stairs. Sorry for the convenience. No? That was lame. That was really lame. I love blackjack, but I'm not addicted to gambling. I'm addicted to sitting in a semicircle. I don't get that. Those are horrible. <laughs> I don't even get that. You guys are lame. Like the jokes? No, more lame than the jokes. All these jokes have been pre-approved 
as funny by me, just so you're aware. You and I find very different things to be funny. James misnaming people. That's freaking hilarious. That that was the that 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 was Captain Cannonball. Catapult. Ooh. Catapult. I hit my head. I'm having trouble remembering names right now. Give him a chance. Give James a chance. Oh, go for I, it. I got nothing. I, my, my, You're my, laughing better than I am. Just my, my humor comes from sporadic stupidness. That's where my stuff comes from. I, if, 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 You're getting close. If I put on the spot, it's done. Jimmy we're on the done. spot. But it's Jimmy on the spot. We're just, we're done. It's, it's. Oh, Lord. I'd be better to roll my dice and assume <laughs> I get something comical. Okay, so I, I'm not going to say try to make the DM laugh. You guys, um, as a group, skill check can try to give me performance checks. <laughs> if you can succeed on at least two performance checks. Oh, man. What if I tell you, why is it that if you donate a kidney, people love you? But if you donate five kidneys, they call the police. That's still awful. <laughs> The dad jokes are not funny. Oh, Mercer and Celine are... No, they failed. Dark humor is like food. Not everyone gets it. Oh, I understand it. I just don't find it amusing. <laughs> you don't need a parachute to go skydiving. You need a parachute to go diving more than once. Well, Dude's taking skydiving lessons. How many successful jumps do you need to graduate? All of them. <laughs> the doctor the doctor gave me one year to live, so I shot him with my gun. The judge gave me 15 years. Problem solved. <laughs> so bad. <coughs> okay, Esther, okay. as a back, charisma performance checks. Okay, um, 13 and 3. We failed. Okay. Um, well, you know what? I'm going to just go ahead and say it. You're trying to tell jokes, so you get to have advantage. Cool. It actually says each time one of the players tells a joke, they gain advantage on one of these skill checks. Okay, so Esther... Performance, right? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's going to be a 15. That A 15? Mm-hmm. That's still a fail. Not, um, what do you call a girl with no arms? This is the back telling us. What do you call a girl with no arms? I want to say Pat, but I know that's not right. By her name, Sally. Knock, knock. Who's there? Not Sally! <laughs> okay, that one's kind of a mess. <laughs> Yeah, that was pretty good. He <laughs> got him. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a bet. <laughs> That's a 15, I, no! I, I give that one a chuckle. That one was amusing. Except now you got that look on your face like, I'm not going to laugh, I'm not going to laugh, I'm not going to laugh, I'm not going to laugh. Okay, what'd you roll? I got a 15. Again? Yeah. We, we still fail. Okay, you guys can keep going. They're just sitting there waiting for you guys to try. 
Yeah, uh, it, it's all on. So tell a joke and get advantage for your character. I don't have any. That's the problem. Like I, I, like I. Pirate goes out to sea. Pirate captain, right? They, they attack armies, you know, out on the high seas and take treasure and get all this cool stuff. And you know, every time they're getting ready to go to battle, the captain says, "Bring me my red shirt." And he wears his red shirt to battle, and they win, and it's great. It's awesome. And then one day, the British Armada rolls up on them. They're surrounded. The captain looks at his first mate and says, Oh, shit, I fucked up this book. Yeah, you did. I've heard that joke. <laughs> you have, and I, I skipped right over the most crucial yeah, here's, here's a simple one for you. Doctor calls up a patient and says, I've got... Uh, Good. I've got bad news and I've got worse news for you. Okay, what's the bad news? You got about 24 hours to live. What's the worst news? I forgot to call you yesterday. <laughs> nice. He's covering his mouth up so he doesn't laugh. No, I'm I, ignoring I, you because it's a bad joke. I'm trying to find something that's. All right, make your rolls again. All right. Did I make you laugh? You told a joke, so you get him at advantage. Oh, sweet. Okay. Esther, natural 20. So that's one success. Yes, it is. Let me find another joke. Here's another one for you. There's a, a cruise ship that sails all <laughs> over the Atlantic Ocean. And a magician performs on this cruise ship all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Captain loves to come see the shows, but he has a parrot, and the magician hates the parrot because mm -hmm. the parrot gives away all the secrets. Mm -hmm. It's in a sock, up his sleeve. Uh, he hit it in the table. One night he's doing a show. Birds, birds just starting right into it, and uh, he made it in the pocket. And the magician just snaps, pulls out a gun, shoots the bird, misses, and hits a propane tank, blows the whole ship to pieces. Whoa. The bird and the magician are the only two floating along on two pieces of wood. And after a yeah, few seconds, the bird goes, "All right, I give up. Where's the ship?" Yeah, <laughs> you are such a hard one to make laugh. He's a tough nut. A lot of jokes like that I don't find entertaining at all. What kind of jokes do you find entertaining? Not many. I I can sit through a comedy show straight face the entire time being bored out of my mind. Okay, I got a joke for you. Okay. Guy walks into a bakery. The other one's dead. Sorry, go ahead. No, go. not the bar one. The walnut. Anyway, this guy walks into a bakery. Supposedly, the baker is the best in the world to make you anything you want. The guy walks in there, he goes, Hey, man, I want a big brown E. And the guy goes, Okay, you want, a, you want a cake in the shape of an E? Yeah, yeah. Cake in the shape of an E. Can you do it? Yeah, yeah, I can do it. Come back tomorrow, I'll have that cake ready for you. All right, man. Comes back the next day. Presents to the guy the cake. Says, there you go. Is this what you wanted? And the guy takes one look at it and he goes, oh no! This is a lowercase e. I wanted an uppercase e. Then Baker goes, oh, sorry, my bad. Okay, I'll make you a fresh cake tomorrow. No, no extra charge. I'll get it right for you tomorrow. Come back. The guy's like, fine. Okay, you get a second chance. Rocks up the next day. Baker presents to him the uppercase e cake. And the guy goes, oh yeah, this is perfect. Picks it up, takes it over to a booth in the bakery, sits down, eats the cake, 
throws the box away. Since thanks, leaves. James and I are completely <laughs> lost right now. It's only funny to me. It's only funny to the joke teller. <laughs> Was the whole point of that joke to make us look completely confused and baffled? Kind of. Is that like that whole if you're... If, uh, it's like an If you're going down a hill and your toboggan loses a wheel, how many pancakes does it take to build a doghouse? Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> The answer is purple, because ice cream have no bones. <laughs> what? This this one I, reminds me of my kids. What is it? There's no I in denial. <laughs> There's no I in team, but there is one in the a-hole. <laughs> no, the one I heard was, there's no I in team. Yeah, but there's an M.E. in that son of a beep. <laughs> yeah, but if you rearrange it, it spells meat. <laughs> These are awful. I know, right? These are painful My for me to read. Working. <laughs> like I was just reading one. It says, "I wonder why baseballs were getting bigger." Then it hit me. <laughs> They're dad jokes. Why did I throw the clock out the window? I wanted to see time fly. Pampered cows produce spoiled milk. <laughs> this isn't even right. Like I started a band called Nine 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 Megabytes. We haven't gotten a gig yet. 909, how many gig megabytes are in a gig, James? 1024. They don't know uh, that. Uh, Everybody thinks uh, it's a flat uh, thousand, uh, dude. That's good right there. <laughs> See, now it's 1024. Yeah, they're close. They haven't gotten to a gig. Gigabyte. Uh, oh, <laughs> Look at his face like, I know what I'm talking about. That was funny. Oh, this is another really bad one. What do you call a singing laptop? I don't know what. Adele. Uh, these are awful. That, these, that these, was bad. <laughs> these, that, the, that was what, really What did the bad. fish say when he ran into a wall? Ow. Damn. <laughs> these are so bad. A fish? Two fish in a tank. One turns to the other and says, uh, do you know how to drive this thing? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Two monkeys taking a shower. One goes, <laughs> and the other one goes, well, then put some cold water into it. <laughs> What do you get when you combine a rhetorical question and a joke? Oh. These are awful. Oh, that, oh, come on. <laughs> Your reaction's funny, not the joke. Did you, did you hear about the Italian chef who died? He passed away. That's awful. That's, that's as bad as this one. What did Yoda say when he saw himself in 4K? HDMI. <laughs> H HDMI. So the guy who invented the hokey dies. And they go to put his body in the coffin and get his right leg in, and that's when the trouble started. Two muffins were sitting in an oven. I'm, I'm totally content with taking a fail on this one. <laughs> Two muffins. Well, it's one of those you, you keep going until you succeed. Okay, well, Mercer's going to get a 
uh, 19. Okay, that's your second success. You guys passed. Oh, thank God. (laughs) This whole time, you guys are just, I don't know, I don't know. Like, like, I'm reading these things, and these are hurting me just reading. Like, these are awful. Like, Uh, I don't understand why anyone finds those funny. Anyway, so you guys start, like, at first, you're just like, uh, exactly as you guys actually were. You just, uh, da-da-da-da-da-da-da. I don't know. And then after, you, after a little while, you start to actually really try to put some effort into it. And finally, you crack off two, and the dragons look at each other, and they just start busting out laughing. Uh, out yeah. One of them actually grabs the bottle from you and just up to the eyes, hands it off to the next one, up to the eyes, hands it off to the last one, up to the eyes. And nice. Okay. There you go. Yay. And they all fly off and disappear. I'm glad I didn't risk a shift in alignment by having to torture them. <laughs> Mercer and Laura thinking about it. I know you were. <laughs> we're both secretly monsters. <laughs> It's two ways to get tears out. So, after that whole thing... Which took a long time. Yeah, it, it's near the end of the day. Is there anything in particular you're going to do? Nope. Okay. Bedtime. So, long rest. You guys go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Next morning, back out at it again. And right off the bat, it's like over a hill, around a few trees and a ledge. That's where I almost have to go. Yeah. And um, right away, something really unusual catches all your guys' eyes as all of the spellcasters immediately notice glittering reeds that are growing out of the ground. The pixie immediately goes, oh... These are so rare to find, but so cool. What is it, man? These th- th- these are called spell stalks. Cool. I mean, you, you can use these things, and they kind of, like, boost your magic. Ooh, very cool. And how do we harvest them? Um, in-game, some deceptive explanation involving plant and gardening. Out of game, nature, or survival check. Okay, cool. You guys have five spell stalks that you can attempt to harvest. Okay, let's see. Back to... Uh-oh. What is it, a survival, you said? Um, a nature or survival check. Esther got a 16. Hang on, hang on. Oh, yeah, there we wait, go. Just wait a second here. Wait, just wait a second. Get on my level. You be patient. Get on my level. I'm the DM. That. Down to here. Okay. Um, what was the first roll? Sixteen. Okay. Who's trying to... Nature. Because you guys Esther. have five stalks, so it takes one person to harvest a stalk. Okay, Esther's so trying to harvest tried. one. Each try to harvest one. Huh? Esther and Zabak are both trying to harvest yes, one? Yes, Esther got a sixteen. So you successfully get one. And Zabak got... Ooh, Eleven. Eleven. That is a fail. Ah. 
We're going to come back around to that. Mercer. I'm going to give the back the plus five. Okay, so is this for any skill check or any any skill check? You can just plus five. Yep, I use Flash of Genius. When you or another creature can see, you can see within 30 feet of you makes an ability check or a saving throw, you can use your reaction to add your intelligence modifier to that roll. You can use this feature a number of times equal to your intelligence modifier, minimum of one, and you regain them at the long rest. My intelligence modifier is a plus five. Okay. So I can do it five times. All right, so what does that make Esther's, or Zabak's check? So... She had 12, right? 11. Or 11, so it would make it a 16. Yeah, 16. Okay, so that's two successful yeah. harvests. Celine had a 23. That's three. And Mercer botched it with a five. Okay. Mercer fails. Um, the stock loses its magical property. No. And... Esther's going to try to harvest one more. Hey, all right, hang on. Oh no, the one that Zabak broke. Zabak didn't break it. She harvested it. Oh, that's right. Never mind. So we have three stalks. Oh, this is... Okay. So, um, okay. I'm going to have to keep track of this because this is going to end up happening now. Um, Alright, so attempt to harvest the next stalk. Mercer's going to have to hang on just a second. Oh, yeah. That's, That's an 18 be, by itself. Yeah, 18, 18 by itself. Okay, so, so yeah. out of five, you've successfully harvested four. Yeah. Now, the spell stocks empower spells cast within the area, granting a plus two bonus to spell attacks. Uh, oh, when successfully harvested, a spell stock can be used as an arcane or druidic focus. The first time it's used this way, the spell gains the above benefits, which is a plus two bonus to spell attack rolls and spell save DCs. Okay, I'm gonna need to take a picture of that. Now, Mercer failing the harvest check Uh-oh. caused the stock to set off a wild magic surge. Oh. That wild magic surge causes an additional ten wild magic surges to go off. Because I rolled a two. Shocker. Hmm. So, are you ready for your ten? They can't kill me, so. Well. So the first one. Uh, <laughs> I need you to roll me a d10. As Mercer. Eight. Eight. Everybody within 30 feet of you takes 8 points necrotic damage, and you regain hit points equal to the sum of that necrotic damage. Ow! Sprite dice. Bro. Oh, no. Okay. He only had 2 hit points. Oh, no. Rigo died. Oh, no. Man, how many hit points did I just lose? 8. Frickin' frick, man. Does Celine have any sort of way to be able to bring back... Revivify. Man, Is that one of her spells? Mm-hmm. Does she use it? You better use that after... I'm going to see what... It, it, I have up to a minute yeah. to, to resurrect this sprite. I'm going to wait to see what happens with this wild magic search first. Alright, so, so this is got... number two. She grabs a sprite and moves away, but... Yeah. 
<laughs> As turns um, back, start running away too. Everybody's movement is what, 30 and 40 feet? Mm-hmm. Okay. So we have Esther, Zabak, and Celine, correct? Yes. Okay. So for the second one, I'm going to say one and two are... Because it can't be Mercer. So one and two will be Celine, three and four will be Zabak, and five and six will be Esther. One. Celine. Oh, hang on, hang on. Celine becomes poisoned for an hour. Because oh, she was still within 60 feet of Mercer. Yep. Next round, everybody runs away another what, 30. 30 and 40. So the back is now 80 feet away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Esther and Celine are. Well, technically, we can dash. Yeah. Okay, okay. So dash, dash. 60 at going into into the what would be the third one where we're out of harm's way. Right. Yeah, we're, we're and, all and, running in the same direction. And we're going to call it a night when this is done. Yep. That's fine. 24, that's number three. Oh gosh. Uh oh. Just do it. Let's go. Mercer turns blue again. Oh, I'm already blue. No. no. It's the appearance of a rock gnome. You look like a blue gnome again. <laughs> it was a 24. <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry. I had a Just feeling go. it might Let's go. <laughs> well, it's what it's now, man. See, that type of stuff is funny to me. Poor guy. Um, yeah, that's the same thing, so it's not going to happen twice. But that's number four. This is number... Five forty-eight. An old friend of yours appears out of nowhere. Uh, it's the unicorn. What? From way, way back when. Wow. And he just kind of shakes his head and he goes, "Hey, buddy. Uh, hey. Hey, and I recommend you running for at least sixty feet yeah, that way go, for buddy. the next few rounds. Run. Go. He dashes. He's eighty feet away. Good. As a poof, one happens. Yeah. <laughs> Do, 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 do. That's uh, 27. Uh, for the next minute, all of Mercer's spells that have a casting time of one action now have a casting time of one bonus action. Cool. Nice. Doesn't help me at all. <laughs> 37. One D6 flumps, Uh-oh. so five flumps appear uh, within 60 feet of Mercer, are frightened, and start to just run away in random directions. Uh... Some of these surges are just, why? Like what? 96. Ooh, we're way up there now. Uh... Mercer is the only one in the area. Everybody else is 30 feet away, is more than 30 feet away from him. Uh, Mercer becomes 
vulnerable to piercing damage for the next minute. Oh no. Two left. That is a seven. Should we be out of range of this by now? Oh yeah, that's why I said it only happens to Mercer. Mm. Um, Mercer casts a third level fireball spell centered on himself. Oh no. So... 86. Mm-hmm. Times two. Because the last one was another fireball. Okay. I'm You'll sure. have to re-roll for that second one. Yeah. So, 10, 20... Thirty-one. Okay, so Mercer can at least take himself out. Good Lord. Four, ten, six, ten, twenty-three. He's still up. Is he still up? Still up. Hey. Wow. And the wild magic surges stop. Thank God. He's like... <coughs> as black smoke blows out his mouth for a second. Yeah. You alright, man? No, here was going to be the really bad thing. If he had gone down, even at a dash, Celine's at least two rounds away. So that had been two rounds of death saving throws he'd have to make. Yikes. Natural 20 been back up. But we're right back to where we began as Mercer once again looks like a blue gnome. Uh, That is a separate curse. So even if the dragonborn appearance thing is changed and he actually goes back to being a rock gnome, that blue curse is still there. But now you guys have four spell stalks that uh, act as arcane focuses. Heck yeah. <sighs> Immediately the unicorn comes running back over and just kind of looks at Mercer for a second and goes, You're an idiot. <laughs> what are you doing casting fireball on yourself? Well, Magic Surges, this stalk blew up on me. Oh, all right. Hold still for a minute as you feel this horn tap on you. And you are going to... I'm just going to multiply this one. This pack is just going to give her stalk faster. Let it Three times it. four. Twelve. Twelve plus four is sixteen. And then taps you a second time. That's two times four, so eight plus four is twelve. How's Mercer looking? Uh, that's only twenty-eight points of the uh, of the fifty-four he took. Okay. Then the unicorn blows air at him and casts cure wounds on him. Excuse me. Uh, just regular. Regular at level. Okay. Wha- what's this? Cat or modifier for a unicorn. Um, let's see if I can find it here real quick. Uh, 
Say plus three. Right, so four. Uh, <laughs> and then, how's Mercer looking now? Uh, that's 32, so he's still down basically 22 points. Alright, so now he's going to use his uh, healing touch. Uh, nine, 10, 11, that's going to be 11. Okay, so... That's really crappy, that's going to be uh, 5. Hmm. Okay, so he's still down 6. And he's back up to full now. As the unicorn uses his last uh, healing touch for the day. Oh, thank you. It's much appreciated. Yeah, don't try to kill yourself again. Yeah, I try not to. Don't. I can't tell if you're uh, suicidal or just stupid. Uh, at this moment, both. Yeah. Well, the ability is wearing off, so I'm going to... And he disappears. Later, buddy. I'll see you uh, probably in a I'll some other random time. Yep. And with that, <laughs> good night. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. Bye-bye. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to learn more about us, you can find us on Facebook at the LARP channel. Until next time, stay safe and have fun.